0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the healthcare provider happy hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George. And I'm joining you today to chat with you a little bit about how to navigate how to feel the feelings of inadequacy um, or guilt when our patients are not improving or they haven't achieved their outcomes or goals? How do we work through that so that it doesn't halt us and impede us in helping the next person? And not only that, how do we do it in such a way that it doesn't affect our well-being and our uh, outlook on ourselves and how we define ourselves? So I've reflected on this over the years. This is a very common, Theme among healthcare providers. And when you think about the way in which we were educated and conditioned, we were conditioned and educated to focus on outcomes, to use outcome measures, and to define success based on that alone. And when we think about that, and we think about the marketing of healthcare providers, it's always based on results, right? It's always based on that. And never is it really based on service. Never really is it based on the journey and how our patients are feeling along the way, but rather just the outcome in itself. And that's such a small piece of the overall picture when it comes to patient care day in and day out. So one of the things to think about when you are feeling inadequate or you are feeling guilt um, over the fact that maybe your patient has not achieved the goals that they were hoping to achieve and that you were hoping to help them achieve is the first thing is uh, defining yourself by their outcomes. Are you attached to your patient's outcomes? And are you defining yourself on your worthiness as a clinician? and your quality of care as a clinician based on their outcomes. So in other words, if a patient isn't achieving their outcome as as desired, do you feel like a failure, when in reality, you are not the failure, this is just a situation that happened that uh, a patient just fell short, And the best thing you can do is learn from it. So one of the things you can do to kind of complement this feeling of attachment is write on a piece of paper at the middle and the middle of the paper, the center, write patient's progress and put a circle around it. And then what I want you to do is draw all of the, the elements and the factors that affect the patient's progress and one of them is going to be you, you right your your interaction with them and your interventions and you know for me I'm a physio so it would be pt for example and you'll recognize that you are only a fraction of their outcome okay and while you are critical while you are necessary while you are valued you are just a fraction of it so before you just throw your hands up in the air and say i'm a failure you know, I couldn't help my patient get to where they wanted to be. I don't know what I'm missing. I don't know what I'm lacking. You might want to look at the big picture of your patient's situation. And sometimes, and I I, call, I want you to think about this for a minute, and reflect on this for a minute. Over the course of your career, I'm sure you've had patients not achieve their goals or, or come up short. Have they ever said to you that it was your fault? Have they ever put the onus on you and said, well, if you would have done this or, uh, you know, made you feel bad about it? I'm thinking not, I know that over the course of my career, um, I don't think a patient has actually directly said that to me, maybe they were thinking it, I don't know, I'd rather not, I'd rather not try to guess, because that doesn't make me feel good about myself um, as well. But have they actually ever said that? Or is it you putting that on you? Okay, so something to think about there. The other thing too, is when we talk about empathy, and while empathy is important, and empathy is basically trying to understand your patient's experiences, and emotions as they're navigating through the experience that they're going through. So being there with your patients as they're as they're journeying through. And the thing is, is sometimes if we're overly empathetic, and our patients are, are not yet where they want to be, and we know that they have a long road ahead, and that there's going to be a lot of challenges, they're not as independent. And sometimes we can put that onus on ourselves and feel so bad about that, that it consumes us. The problem with that is when we become consumed by by our patients' negative uh, experiences or feelings and bombarded by that, it then clouds our judgment moving forward and providing care to the next person who also needs us. So we have to understand, too, that, you know, we can't necessarily help everybody, Okay. But we can help a lot of people. And I, I think the other thing to, to recognize here too, is that you are probably helping in more ways than you realize you are. But it's you kind of feeling stuck in the outcome, the definition of the outcome and the goal, that's kind of messing with you, right? You just can't seem to, to move past that. And the reality is, is, you know, your patients might be able to better navigate the system, for example, because of you, or they might be better able to understand their own motivation because of you. So these are things that are non-tangible when it comes to outcomes that you've probably had an impact on that you don't even realize. And patients might not necessarily tell you that, right? They might just say something along the lines of like, thank you for your support. Thank you for for your encouragement. Thank you for being there. You know, you might hear these general things, but believe them when they say thank you. Okay. Even if they hadn't achieved the, the, the outcome that they desired most when it comes to their function or independence or pain, for example. The other thing I want you to think about and to monitor um, is burnout. And when we think of burnout and the three components of burnout being exhaustion, depersonalization, and cynicism, and then also a lack of professional efficacy, which is basically feeling like your work is not having the impact that you imagined. Um, and when we start to feel those feelings. And I'm talking, so if it's one patient here or there, right, likely not an issue. But if you're feeling like this constantly, you might want to check in with yourself and ask yourself, you know, Am I also feeling exhausted? Am I also feeling refreshed when I go into work after having time off, things like that? Am I starting to not care as much because my patients aren't achieving their outcomes? You could be burning out to some degree. So I think it's really important for you to kind of do this check in with yourself and to reflect on that as well. And if you are to maybe take a step back and give yourself a little bit of time to kind of gather yourself in the best way possible, whether it's time off, whether it's seeking peer support of some some way or coaching support in some way, whatever it might be, um, so that you feel mentally and emotionally uh, strong and refreshed enough to go back into work and give give the best of yourself to your patients. The other thing I want you to think about, too, is um, giving yourself grace during this time, maybe reframing your self talk. So like I had said earlier, you know, when we define ourselves by our patient outcomes, we can sometimes personalize and internalize that and think we are failures because they didn't achieve their outcomes. But one of the things you might want to start saying to yourself, for example, is, you know, yes, my patient didn't achieve their outcomes that they were hoping for, but I did the best I could. And I was there as much as I possibly could be for them. And I know that I've moved the needle forward for them in some way so that they can continue on this journey. And maybe I've helped them, you know, by referring them to somebody else also who can help them further, you know, giving yourself some credit for things that you have done that you might not see because they're not so tangible. Okay, that's where the power of reflection is so important. And like I said, to recognize that it's not just about the outcome, but it's also about the journey, the journey of service, you know, because you didn't achieve the outcome, did it make you any less present along the way? If this is something that, you know, it's still like, you're you're like, Jed, you know what? No, you know, I didn't help them achieve their goal. I feel horrible. Then one thing I want you to start recognizing and taking responsibility for as well is intervening sooner. Okay, because when we think of an outcome, we think of the end stage. But if we're really with our patients, and we're present along the way, then we're always assessing and reassessing and checking in, right? So if you're noticing, you know what, it's been like the third or fourth visit, we're still not quite getting anywhere. I'm, I'm going to start asking for help here. Okay, I'm going to just, you know, have a clinical clinical study here with my, with my colleagues, and maybe just run run this by them and see what they have to say, or maybe even ask them for for help and support. And if your patient consents to that, great, right. And this is interesting, because when I've had feelings like this, where I've wanted to reach out to um, colleagues about, um, you know, a challenging situation, I often find that they too, (laughs) at that time, are also wanting to reach out over challenging situations. It's happened to me a couple of times, and it just goes to show that, you know, everyone is on the same wavelength and the same page, and that people feel comfortable asking for help. I think that's a sign of a strong team. And, uh, you know, healthcare providers, we can get stuck in our silos, and we can let our ego get the best of us. But in reality, if like I said, if you go back to that, that paper that I suggested, where you write down all of the factors, you are just a small component. So even if you're reaching out to someone across the way, maybe in the psychosocial space, for example, that could be a huge source of support and uh, have an impact on your ability to help your patients achieve their outcomes as well. So let me know what you think. I hope that this has provided you with some insight onto maybe why you're feeling the way you're feeling when it comes to this feeling. I know that this is something that I've felt and I do feel not as much as I used to in terms of um, patients not achieving their goals and and not personalizing it so much anymore. But I used to do this a lot, especially early on in my practice. And then my immediate go-to for this was, I don't know enough. Now I've got to take another course on this. Now we got to take another course on this. And. Then I realized, you know, eventually, I realized that that wasn't always the solution. It wasn't my knowledge per se. It was just like I said, the journey. And it was about the service in general. And sometimes you're going to find that it has nothing to do with you. The the fact that a patient didn't achieve a certain outcome and have nothing to do with you at all. Sometimes our patients come to us because they just think it's the right thing to do. And I've had these conversations with patients where I know we're not really getting anywhere. And I'll say things and I think I've said this in other Podcast where I'll say to a patient, you know, I feel like I'm just pulling you along here, right? I'm doing the right things when it comes to um, implementing care and intervention, but I feel like you're not really engaged. You know, and sometimes patients will say yeah, or sometimes they'll say no, or sometimes they'll say no, I am, you know, and and these conversations are challenging to have, but sometimes they're necessary, because at the end of the day, you know, your goal and your your primary concern is their well being. So when you're coming from that authentic space of I'm here to help you, I just want what's best for you. Um, It's usually well received. So something to think about there. And I think part of the burnout, and I'm going off on a tangent here. (laughs) But I think sometimes part of the burnout that we feel as providers is that we're not bringing enough authenticity to our interactions. And um, authenticity doesn't mean you have to tell, you know, talk about yourself personally, but authenticity is really just genuinely being present as well to someone in your your space in your case, your patient, and wanting to have an honest conversation with them about where they're at, because you care, and you want to be able to be a source of support and solutions for them. And we can't just know what our patients are thinking, we have to ask and we have to engage. And this is not just something we get all in the assessment. This is something that's an ongoing process. And like I said, a journey. So somewhere along the way you have been helping and it's it's important that you recognize that and not attach yourself to just the final outcome. So let me know what you think. If you like this podcast, please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. My handle is at Best Obsessed with Jen. If you want to chat more about this, if you have more questions around this, um, and you want to have a dialogue, please just reach out to me there as well and DM me, and we can talk more about it. If you'd like to subscribe to my weekly newsletters where I chat a little bit about the podcasts and I share some updates and, and notes of inspiration, you can simply go to JenniferGeorge.co and subscribe there, or you can reach out to me on Instagram, and I'll, I'll add you to my mailing list as well also if you like this podcast please subscribe share and leave an honest review on itunes thank you to those of you who already have Uh, they mean the world to me i enjoy reading them they give me some direction and they also help me move this podcast forward so i appreciate your time to to doing that it really means a lot to me and until we chat next time remember to stay well and to stay happy